0: They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The following podcast is a production of the Factual Data Creations Facility. another episode of the OFNT podcast. OFNT stands for Old Fart, New Tech. I'm your host and resident old fart, Jim Schaefer, and the podcast, at least to me, is The New Tech. I hope this finds you well and you're having a great week. Well, old Jack Dorsey is out as CEO of Twitter once again. Let's see if he makes yet another comeback. What look is he going for with that Grizzly Adam's beard and nose ring anyway? (laughs) What's up with employees, or should I say former employees of Google, suing the company for wrongful termination lately? They're claiming they were fired for being gay, trans, or for being against company projects. Most of them U.S. government contracts for border enforcement or the military. Google hired these people knowing they were leftist activists. What did they expect? The history-making first openly trans woman to compete in the Miss USA Beauty Pageant has failed to make the cut. Pun intended. She, them, zur, or whatever the contestant identifies as was booted in the preliminary rounds. You know, can we just get over this and leave historically women's competitions, be they sports or whatever, for people born female? Is that too much to ask? And finally... The New York Cuomo criminal organization has suffered another blow with the well, first indefinite suspension and then firing of little brother Chris from his anchor job at the narrative driven cable news network, better known as CNN. Older brother Andrew was forced to resign as state governor when multiple women accused him of harassment. The ex-governor also killed thousands of senior citizens by forcing nursing homes to accept COVID-positive patients during the height of the pandemic and tried covering it up by fudging the numbers. Chris Cuomo is accused of trying to aid his embattled brother and also of sexual harassment. Their father, Mario, longtime governor of New York, destroyed the upstate New York economy by taxing businesses into oblivion. That area still hasn't recovered. Tech news. According to BGR and others in the tech press, the new Samsung Galaxy 22 will be a Note in plain Galaxy clothing. I know a lot of people will like that. I remember back in the days when the original Galaxy Note models were introduced, they seemed impossibly large. But, you know, today wouldn't get a second glance because of the tablet-sized smartphones we rock. Cyber Monday spending was down this year due to people buying early because of the worldwide supply chain woes. I didn't spend any money on Cyber Monday or Black Friday. I didn't really see a great deal in anything I needed or wanted to buy. Oh, wait. I did score a deal on the Ring stick-up camera I bought on Black Friday. So there's that, I guess. Facebook. Yeah, that thing has taken down a disinformation network whose sole purpose was to blame the COVID debacle on the United States. The fraudulent accounts were linked to communist China, with some accounts claiming to be from Westerners. Communist state-run media would quickly amplify the bogus claims and cited the supposed Western accounts as sources. To me, this shows that the network was, in fact, like everything over there, state-supported. In trying to shift the blame, the CCP makes itself look guiltier than ever. In the future, instead of calling the CCP-led country China, I'm going to refer to it as its true form, Communist China. Twitter announced a similar takedown the following day. The intertubes are abuzz with the rumors that the Big G that's Google for the uninformed, could be releasing its first smartwatch sometime in 2022. You know, when the latest Pixel phone images leaked, it also contained images of a couple of sleek-looking smartwatches. I believe those were of Samsung's latest offerings, not Google's. Earlier this year, the YouTube page, Front Page Tech, published mock-ups of images leaked to the site by sources within Google. On Saturday, the site leaked publicity photos of the Pixel Watch. If you look at it, it's round, nearly bezel-less, and in my opinion anyway, looks great. Finally, the stock value of Zoom and Ring Central have dropped as Microsoft has introduced a low priced version of its Teams video conferencing service. The new standalone service called Teams Essential is aimed at small businesses and will cost a measly $4 per month. Before this, you had to purchase a much more expensive Office 365 subscription in order to get all the features this offering includes. Zoom's comparative service will set you back $14.99 and rings will cost you $19.99 per month. All have a free tier with limitations myself i use teams at work and my family and i use it at home also it's great at what it does now if only apple would get serious about this market segment (laughs) tech i'm using last week i told you about my new ring doorbell and camera While the camera seems to be working just fine, the doorbell seems to work whenever it wants to. I think the colder weather has something to do with it. When it was installed last Thursday, the weather was a bit warmer and it worked great. This week, the weather has cooled off a bit and it only worked periodically. For example, Monday I got home from work and it didn't alert at all. Tuesday morning, it picked up my wife and I leaving the house, but only my car pulling back up when we returned. Nothing after that. When I left for work later that day, the ring picked up absolutely nothing. This kind of uh, shakes my confidence in it. Well, I guess that's the state of modern technology these days. On a couple of days this week, uh, the, the weather warmed up and I have to say the ring doorbell worked flawlessly. Speaking of modern tech, my iPhone 13 glitches now and then. The screen will freeze and not respond to touches. I have to turn the screen off and then back on to get it to work. Also while trying to reinstall the Ring doorbell on another Wi-Fi network last week, the Ring app couldn't find my Wi-Fi network. Well that was because my phone wasn't connected to Wi-Fi and couldn't find my network either. A phone reboot solved that one, but so much for the it just works mantra. Entertainment news. I watched Haley Berry's new movie, which she also directed, called Bruised. It was a good watch, but of course this is 2021 and there just has to be a LGBT angle in everything. In this instance, it takes away from the movie as you can see it coming a long way off. I've noticed a lot of press lately in the run-up for the rebooted sex in the city series on hbo there seems to be a bunch of anticipation building up for this show it was never my cup of tea as the cool kids say no. but my late father of all people was a huge fan of it The other evening, my wife and I watched the movie The Protégé, which is a Maggie Q vehicle. It was great mindless fun, though it had some plot holes you could drive a truck through in it. But at age 42, Maggie proves she can still do the action genre like she's 22. She's not hard to look at either. I'm patiently awaiting a series that is supposed to be in the works for Apple TV+. It's based on the series of books by Mick Herron, which I've enjoyed reading in the past. Gary Oldman is playing the lead, and it had started filming back in December of 2020, but was interrupted by the COVID lockdowns. The books tell the tale of a bunch of Britain's MI5 agents who screwed up on the job and are exiled to Slough House in London, which is nicknamed Slow House. Despite their employer wanted them to quit, they find themselves in real spy situations. I hope this series actually makes it to the air. So far, there's no release date and there's no news of it being back in production. And that's just a bummer. Podcasting news. More nothingness in the world of podcasting this week. In personal news, I've decided to stop listening to the Michael Savage podcast. Since he stopped broadcasting his show on radio, he just isn't the same. I guess this is because his information resources and staff provided by the radio station are now gone. And there hasn't been any new shows that have caught my attention lately. I find myself just listening to the No Agenda podcast, Who Are These Podcasts? and the No Sleep Podcast, all excellent and all independent. I also listen to the Morning Wire and Daybreak Insider Podcast while getting ready for work for current events and news. Seems these days everyone is looking to monetize their show, either by ads or subscription model. I choose neither, but wish I could use the value-for-value model used by the No Agenda podcast, for example. But alas, my audience numbers won't allow me to do so. And speaking of audience numbers, I had the best numbers since May for the show in November, and I only put out two full episodes and one short filler episode. So I'd like to say thank you, listeners. Time for a rant or something like it. With the new COVID variant, the ominously named Omicron, taking the world by storm, the small freedoms that were allowed by various levels of government seem to have been stalled. With today's rapid global travel, there's just no way to keep it from spreading. The U.S. imposed travel restrictions on countries located in Southern Africa, but uh, the genie is already out of the bottle. The U.S. has always allowed Canadians in this country via air, even during the darkest days of the lockdowns. But Canada never reciprocated, something I don't understand why our government allowed. You're fired. The land borders between the countries have been open now since, I think, late summer. And guess what? Canada already has confirmed cases of the variant. Of course, New York, as well as other states, have some recorded Omicron cases now, so the thing is circulating, and it appears it's circulating pretty fast. When the current administration opened up air travel this month, they told us that, or actually last month, they told us that only people with a reason to come here would be allowed in, which meant, and it was explained in an email, no tourists, just business and medical travelers. Like many things the Biden administration has told us, that just wasn't true. Come on, what? Europe has cases of Omicron and flights are arriving here in New York with a vengeance. The airlines have been putting pressure on governments around the world to open up. Now, I understand the financials, but a continued moratorium on tourist base arrivals should have been continued. Will this all lead to more lockdowns? We're being told not to worry about Omicron, but the last time I heard that line was back in March of last year, and we all know what happened then. If it happens again, I'm better prepared than last time. I had plenty of food and toilet paper, but didn't have masks for the last lockdown. I'm stocked up on those now, and with my indoor cycle, I'll have plenty of time to exercise. If lockdowns do happen again, I don't anticipate putting on that COVID-19, or in my case, 40 pounds. (laughs) I'll be getting a booster shot on the 14th and continue taking vitamin D and zinc. I got through the last crisis unscathed, and we'll probably get through this one too. Hey, one benefit of a lockdown would be I could revive my COVID podcast, Corona Update. Well, that's something to look forward to. No! All in all, I fear that this is the future. If I wasn't nearing the end of my working life, I'd be looking to find a source of income I could generate from home. Well, it seems episode 102 has run its course. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I've enjoyed making it for you, and Hope you found it worth your while. You can always contact me at ofntpodcast.gmail.com if you're so inclined. You can tell me what things you liked and what you disliked about the show. I'd love hearing from you. Remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Now put those masks back on and get off my lawn. I'll be seeing you. I'm out. Take care.